Oh. I'm confused. Did we do this already? Two in a week. Well, that's what happens when you don't do one for two weeks. I guess. We should probably do three this week. That's not happening. Next week. crazy talk. Greetings, loyal listeners. You're listening to The Blowhole on Fans First Sports Network. You can give us a follow on X. X. Formerly known as Twitter, at TBlowhole. You can shoot us an email at the blowhole or the blowhole radio at gmail.com. And then you can also give us a follow on Instagram, uh, the blowhole podcast on Instagram. Um, so if you're not following us on social media, please give us a follow. If you shoot Threads, us a blue sky, you got any of those yet? Any what? Threads or blue sky. You're not on any of those. Uh, I, uh, there, no, no, you can say my, no. I was not debating on going onto threads from Instagram, but I, I haven't done that yet. So, um, anyway, but anyway. yes, this is our second podcast of the week. This is where we're going to be talking exclusively about the Miami Dolphins versus the Dallas Cowboys on Christmas oh. Eve. Oh, at- Santa, you know what I want, Santa? Yeah. I mean, they ruined last Christmas for us, but this Christmas, they can and do last, it. And last Christmas, I gave them my heart. I give them my heart every Christmas. <laughs> every I hope Christmas. I didn't just wham again, some of you. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah, I know you guys can't see me. I'm actually wearing an ugly Christmas dolphin sweater. It's it's pretty awesome. It is not um, ugly. <laughs> thanks, Rob. I appreciate that. Um, but yes, the Dallas Cowboys come to Hard Rock Stadium on Christmas Eve, Sunday. Uh, kickoff is at 425 Eastern, um, 125 Pacific for me out here on the West Coast. Yeah, um, yeah we actually, our, uh, our bar out here actually was going to open for us, but uh, then too many of us said we're going to actually spend time with our families on Christmas Eve, so they're not going to open for us. To, uh, that's to not us. Christmas Eve, that's Christmas Eve day. Christmas Eve isn't until much later. Eh, I'll be I'll be doing a lot of cooking on Christmas Eve. Um, doing a lot Traeger? of uh, seafood. No seafood. Um, oh, you're doing the seven fishes. We do the seven fishes. You know that. I thought you knew that. We do that. I, uh, yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Know that. I just. Yeah. I haven't partook in the seven fishes in decades. Really? Yeah. Since I moved to Florida. <laughs> so it's uh, we've really stepped it up out here. So there's you know the, with the caviar and the uh, you know expensive fish and oysters and all that stuff. It's great. So anyway, Dolphins Cowboys, what you all are here for? <laughs> I know I'm hungry now. Ten and four versus ten and four. Uh, the Dolphins haven't been ten and four in a very long time. Uh, I know that much. This we talked about it earlier this week. This is the start of three of maybe our. Maybe our three toughest games of the season, Cowboys, Ravens, and then Bills. Um, I mean, at so, the time of the Eagles game, they were playing better than they are now. But yeah, this is this is. Well, they had their they had their referee team that they're true. not allowed to use anymore. And it's shocking how they how they've crumbled since uh, since they haven't had their boys uh, outside of the 49ers, though. This is like these are the next the four of the next three of you know three of the next five teams in the power rankings and we're like one of them so <laughs> so yeah, yeah no I yeah know. this and is this is yeah so the cowboys are coming off uh you know a, a terrible game at buffalo they were i think the oh, final why didn't they win that game i know man what the final score 31 to 10 or something like that it, I, it was never close no it was awful and Part of me feels like, well, maybe that's that's the type of Cowboys team we're going to see. Like they they do struggle against teams with winning records. Um, you know, this year they they beat the Eagles pretty handily, but that's the only win against a team with a winning record that they have. Uh, we don't have any. They um, actually struggle on the road more than uh, also, not just um, right against bad, you know, good teams. They they're like even. They've had they they look like a different team on the road, so that's you know fingers crossed. Hopefully that translates. Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully there's a good showing. Um, you know, uh, with the the Dolphins fans at Hard Rock, I uh, being all of you to be there. Yeah, being Christmas Eve and the Dallas fans travel and might be in Miami for the holiday. Yeah, it, yeah, it could it could get it could get ugly on the crowd side, but. Um, I'm not in the, I'm not, I won't be in the audience, so I can't blame anybody listening for not being in the audience. Fair enough. Um, 
the Cowboys last week might have been a little bit exposed on defense. The Bills ran all over them. I think Josh Allen only threw the ball seven times or something ridiculous like that. He was six for seven, I believe, for like yeah. 80 something yards, and like 90 yards. And was given a game ball for some reason. Uh, I know. That's it. Well, they were multiple game balls. I mean, it's not that James Cook didn't get a game ball. He didn't throw an interception. That's a game ball for Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, anyway, the uh, yeah. So I'm thinking that, you know, our running game, which has been resurgent this season um, and has been a, a huge part of our success. Um, thanks to Raheem Mostert, for the most part, who's having in just an unbelievable season and the play of the offensive line, which has been banged up. You know, there have been a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of backups have played. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast this year. Banged up is an understatement. Yeah, the, the whole interior line is uh, is backups. And, and frankly, guys that, that might not even, you know, be on, <laughs> you know, might not make NFL rosters with some of these guys that, that we're rolling out there as starters right now. So and they played well. They have they have Lester Cotton has played well. Eichenberg, we've we've talked about him at length on this podcast. He's, you know, really turned his season around. You um, are mean to him is a player that we like um, Austin Jackson, uh, the right tackle who has been having a phenomenal year is on the injury list as well. Um, so he has not practiced at all this week. No practice on Wednesday, no practice on Thursday. It's an oblique injury. I was not even aware that he was injured. Uh, so bears watching. Um, Taron Armstead is limited in practice, which he normally is. Um, he, I don't know if he's finished a game this season. So um if uh, he definitely has, but if I know what Austin mean. Jackson is unable to go, you'll most likely see uh, Kendall Lamb at right tackle um, and, and Taron Armstead at left tackle. And hopefully Taron can can play and stay healthy because he's a he's a huge difference maker. He's one of the best tackles in the NFL. The other big news, Tyreek Hill. No practice on Wednesday, limited practice today. I feel like he is going to be playing in this game Um I, just, I think he'll definitely be active. The question yeah. is, is he hundred percent, you know, is he 14 targets or is he just going to be out there occasionally having him lined up next to Waddle? Um, you know, I, I they've said he's not going to play if he's not a hundred percent. And I, I, yeah, I, the way they've handled injuries this year, I tend to believe them, but I just, I don't see how there's any way he doesn't play. This is a huge game for us and it's a, it's a must win. I mean, almost it's, it's, it's very close to a must win right now. Um, just given where we are in the season, where we are in the schedule, you know, the bills are two games behind us, but they have a much easier schedule. Uh, they are at the chargers this week and I then mean, they're home for the Patriots after that, before coming to Miami to finish the season. So we, all we have to do is no matter what happens, if we beat Buffalo in the last week, we win the division. So technically that's the most must win game. I get, I mean, yeah, if we win the next two, I mean, yeah, but, the, but if there was one game you had to win, the, the, the most must win would be that game. If picking now, right. <laughs> yeah. The game might not matter, but picking yeah. now that's the most important this is the and the Ravens the second most important because of AFC and because, the, you know, they're ahead of us for the one seed. So technically, this is the least important game of the, these three. If you were to go two and one, this is the game to lose. But losing this game would make us all crap our pants. And we and it's for that. The fact that we need to beat a good team. We're home. We need to keep this momentum and have everyone feeling good for that. This makes it that huge game you were talking about. This is the most winnable of the three. I think we agree. Like this yeah. is, the, I, I, I feel like the Cowboys are the, the weakest of the three. I do think they're a good team. They have a ton of talent. Dak Prescott is a good quarterback. He's not perfect. No quarterback is, but he's, you know, of the, of the three quarterbacks they're playing the, of the last three, he's probably the least frightening to me. I mean, Josh Allen terrifies me just because he always destroys us all the time. Well, I mean, we joke about his highs and lows, but but Josh Allen's highs puts him like a, we only a hair under Mahomes. Like We've never seen yeah. his lows. Yeah, <laughs> we don't get to see his lows. We only see his highs. So Yet. Um, yeah, and, and Lamar's great too. Um, I mean, you know, we had we had one game where we shut him down a couple of years ago uh, with Flores, that Thursday night game. But then, you know, last year when we were up there, he lit us up uh, real. I mean, we won the game, but. But he was. Really, yeah, he was. And he is unreal. He's amazing. So. And that um, game's on the road. Correct. 
Um, but again, Dak is a, he's a, a very, very good quarterback. Uh, CD lamb is one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Brandon cooks is one of the best number two wide receivers in the NFL. Michael well, Gallup. No, wait, 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 wait. Brandon cooks is a very good receiver, but there are teams. I mean, there's, 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 there's Waddle, there's T Higgins. There's, there's, uh, uh, Devonte Smith, like I get the number two. I have him in the I have him in the Smith range, like that. Like I mean, he's not as good as Waddle. He's not as good as as Higgins. Like I mean, um, if Tank, even even now, this is crazy saying this, but the Nico Collins Tank Dell is like you know, like if we were to go through both of those guys, I mean, he's I don't I don't think so. Okay, well, agree to disagree. He's and he's been playing very well of late as well. He got off to a very slow start at the beginning, and he's been very hot of late for the Cowboys. Obviously, none of them did anything last week against Buffalo. But um, either way, I mean, our secondary, we don't know if uh, Xavier Howard is going to be playing. He did practice this week. I would imagine he practiced on Thursday, did not practice Wednesday. I would imagine, you know, we talked he's, about this earlier in the week. Said, he said he's going. This he like today. It made it sound like he he will be. He'll be. Go- I I have a feeling he will be going. I think a lot of the guys that were held out of the Jets game were held out as precautionary measures, as we talked about a little bit, um, especially in the secondary. Um, so, but we're going to need them this week. Is is the the point that I'm making? Michael Gallup is a very good number three wide receiver that they have. They don't use him as much as I feel like they could, but he's a very talented wide receiver. Okay, um, can I just back up one second? Sure. Brandon Cooks, outside of one game versus the Giants, where he had nine catches, hasn't had more than four catches in a game. He's had 41 catches for 544 yards and five touchdowns. He's a fine player. He is not one of the best number twos in the league. Sorry, go back. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't let it go. I mean, the beginning of this season, he was like non-existent. Of the last, like, I want to say like the last five or six weeks, he's he's been pretty good. Like, I mean... Uh, he's had touchdown, like he had no touchdowns for like the first whatever six weeks, and now he has five. So, the, the guy's putting up numbers. They're using him in the offense. I've watched him play. Like he's he's definitely more featured now than he was before. Three after that, he had the great. The Giants was nine for one seventy three and a touchdown. Unbelievable. Since then, three for forty two, four for seventy two, four for forty five, two for thirty seven, two for ten, and two touchdowns in that span of. One, two, three, four, five. I mean, look, I think he's a good player. I think he's underrated. I think people forget about him, but I think he went a little strong on it. I may, I'll I'll run back one of the best <laughs> number two wide receivers in the NFL. But he's he's, under, number two he's, wide he's a very good he's a very good player. Yes. And they're using him more of late, is what I've been trying to say. Their running backs are good, but are well, Pollard is good, but he's been misused it seems like this year i would really like to make sure that we continue to not let him get on track so um you know it's going to be really important that we uh continue to stop the running game which we've been doing very well terrible like this was this was everyone's like fantasy mvp sleeper like hold this guy because he was so good last year but Maybe we should pay attention to a guy who breaks his leg at the end of this year. Maybe it takes a while to come back from actually snapping that big bone. They've had some offensive line injuries and issues as well. I've noticed when, you know, I, I, Dallas plays a lot of primetime games like they're just they just are. So we, I've seen them play a decent amount. It does, their offensive line doesn't look as good as it normally is. You're saying you love Dallas and love and you watch them all the time. That's what it's I'm shaking like. my it head. I like. do not love Dallas at love all of them at all. So I'm saying there's there's some there's some playmakers on offense and things to be worried about. Um their defense, uh, I think, is a little overrated. Um, they have some great players. Micah Parsons might be the best pass rusher in the NFL. Um, and then uh, Stefan Gilmore, who continues to play at a high level. I've always felt like he was a little overrated, but he's a very good player, um, and he's been playing well this year. Uh, the, the other corner they have, Bland, has like five pick sixes or something like that. Is it Bland or Branch? I don't know. Yeah, I know Bland, Deron Bland, and they yeah. still have Trevon Diggs, don't they? No, he's out for the year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, um, I forget their their line, but their other linebackers. They have Demarcus Lawrence up front. He's another really I think good. You're pass forgetting. Rusher. I think you're forgetting their most dangerous uh, DB on that team. Who's that? It is a young man by the name of Noah Igbenagi. <laughs> oh, I forget. Does he even play? 
<laughs> he had a he had that special teams like touchdown or something. Yeah. But, but yeah, I'm yeah, assuming I don't, I don't he's know. still on the team. Yeah, um, they have they have a pretty solid defense. Uh, a lot of the pundits around the NFL talk about them being one of the best. Here's, I don't know. Bills ran all over them last they, week. So they are one of the best. They are one of the best defenses. If you have a lead, the Cowboys yeah. need to have a lead. They can rush the passer. They play. They have good. The corner. You mentioned the DBs. They're very good at man. They play a lot of man they and do. they get after you. And if they get you in third and long or they get a lead and they force it and they know and they can pin their ears back, they are great when they when they look very bad is when they're not and then when when a team's when you can run on them and when you're and you get the lead on them that's when all of a sudden their defense is it's Jekyll and Hyde and and you know what we had that kind of defense a little bit like in the Flores are you know like years those defenses that like if we know we can just rush you and that's all that's going to happen we look amazing and then we get you know run all over the next week so should be familiar yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't they don't blitz a lot though. They don't they don't have to. No, blitz. no, not the yeah. not the scheme. Just the thing that they they can right. rush. They rush, and if they're in positions where it's rush the passer, rush the passer, they're going to win a lot of those. We get in third and longs, and this also means can't have the stupid shoot yourself in the foot penalties. Can't have the false starts. Can't have the delay of games. Can't have holding because then when you're in, you know, when you get behind the sticks like that then they're going you know then they're going to start rushing us and that's those remember last year though how those were a drive killer and then they weren't or i would say 2 years ago then they weren't a drive killer like you're like third and 17 you're like who cares well now we're getting back to that third and 8 is coin flippy as opposed to like oh we got this so and that's offensive line right once the offensive line got beat up Tua has no time third and longs are hard again so since we did one podcast this week earlier, we're going to uh, change the format up a little bit. We're going to um, do our stroll over to the degenerate side of things after we make our prediction for the game, which we're about to do right now. And in talking through this, um, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest when we were, when Rob and I were uh, having our pre podcast get together where we were making our predictions you and did it, I rubbed off on you. I was, I, Picked the Dolphins to lose 27 to 24. I picked Dallas to win 27, 24. But the more that I'm talking about it, I'm going to change. Yeah, yes! I'm going to change my prediction. I, I actually feel like we do match up really well with this team. Um, and if we play our best and I just I feel really good about this team, um, I'm going to I'm going to say we're going to win. I'm going to change it. I'm going to say we win 30. We get that winning touchdown at the end and we win 31 to 27. We beat Dallas. Yes. Out. So right here's a shout out Twitter follower, Dave. He was he said it was a good thing we didn't have a pod because he felt like you were going to pick the Jets to beat us because you mentioned that last pod that like you were feeling that way. And I said you wouldn't have had the stones to do it because the <laughs> optimi- the optimism was gonna gonna wipe out your pessimism and it just happened live. Uh you guys just witnessed <laughs> it live. I'm I'm like I got to now figure out how to turn optimism into like Robitus and DM. You just had a, you just had a shot of optimism DM right there. Just don't drink more than four ounces because it'll make you hallucinate for eight hours. I think our defense matches up well with them, and I do think our offense matches up well. They're going to play a lot of man. I I feel very confident that Tyreek's going to not only play have I just feel like he's going to have a big game, and I feel like our running game is is going to be strong and and very present in this game. Um. And I know I'm predicting kind of a high scoring game, but I actually feel like our defense might be able to shut them down. I'm saying 31 27, um, but I, f- I actually, in talking about it, I, I feel pretty good about it. So, you know, it's hysterical. Don't, don't let me down. Don't let me down. Yes. You laughed at my score prediction of 31 19, yeah. and you just almost talked yourself into the same thing because now you're like, oh, they're not going to get 27. Yeah, well, I, I just knocked eight points off of it. <laughs> I just needed to talk through it. I just needed to talk through it, actually. That's why we're it. here. This is, it helps. It, Honestly, you reminded me that Brandon Cooks isn't really that good, is what did it. That's what, see, uh, see I was, I was, this <laughs> watch, hinged on me thinking that Brandon Cooks was unstoppable. <laughs> Yeah, Brandon so. Cooks is sitting at home listening to the blowhole going, no, Sam Effers, I'm going to crush him. He's going to show us. Anyway, 
Um, yeah. So Rob, go ahead and make, I think you already said your prediction, but you can go ahead and say it again. I did. I have us winning 31 19. So we're both, we both hit the 31 threshold since you added that touchdown. I have our defense working a little better. And again, a lot of this, a lot of this is going to be who gets, who gets out there first, you know, who gets out to that lead. It, it just, it's just going to help both teams to be able to play that way. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so we'll stroll over to the degenerate side of things before we go to break here. Um, there are some, there are not a lot of, or there are no receiving props right now because I guess that Tyreek is still limited and questionable. So no Miami Dolphins receiving props. But I did um, see some that I liked on the Dallas side, or at least one. So they had Tony Pollard. The running back that we talked about, who's not being used very much. <laughs> um, they have him at 20 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to take the under on that. I'm going to say he's not going to get to 20 and a half receiving yards on our defense. We've done a really good job um, stopping running backs uh, this year for the most part. So I'm going to take that one. Um, the other two that I'm going to do are also running back related. I'm going to take the over on Devon Achan rushing. So uh, I think they have him at 46 and a half. I'm going to take the over. Was it 46 or 47? 46 and a half. 46 and a half. So I'm going to take the over on that. I feel like he's going to get over that. Um, And the last one I had was also a rushing prop. It was for the Dallas. You uh, have Rico Rico Dowdles. You know me. You know me in my the scrubs. I I like to pick on him. So Rico Dowdle, who is the backup running back for the Dallas Cowboys, they have him at 17 and a half rushing yards. I'm going to say he's not getting the 17 and a half rushing yards on this defense. And you know uh, why you're going to lose? Because he's going to get it in garbage time. No way. You're forgetting no way. garbage time. I, you already saw that I'm pre- predicting a pretty close game, so I don't think it's going to be – I don't think there's going to be much garbage time. So much garbage time. That last – that touchdown, the, I'm going to have the score right at 31-19, and with three seconds left, they're going to score a touchdown and get the two-point conversion So to get to your score. <laughs> okay we'll see i hope we're both right or i hope i hope i hope the dolphins win i don't really care how they win but yeah no rico down right. not getting 17 and a half rushing yards all right so now that i am in florida and you're not so i get to play on the uh the, the uh the little that hard rock sports betting app not a sponsor yet um <laughs> so i actually already put in a big old uh part same game parlay i went with uh mostert anytime touchdown mostert over 57 and a half yards devon a chain over 56 and a half yards those are rushing for both of them i've taken pollard under 55 and a half rushing yards and then just to make it more fun i put the i grabbed the over of 45 and a half i went i lowered them i didn't even make sure that i still get them yeah we got 31 we'll get over that so that's that's what i actually put real money on and since you already have the A chain over, I grabbed three of those to say the the Mostert over rushing, the mo, uh, Mostert anytime touchdown, and the Pollard under are my three uh, prop bets for the degenerate side of things. Love it. I hope hope we're both right because we're very dolphin centric in our yes, props. I, and I don't th- did I mention on the pod that I lost I lost last week's parlay by by the. I took the over of uh, 34 and it was 31. Had we gotten the touchdown, I, I, I missed, I missed it on that. I but I hit all the others. Um, so that one, that one felt fun. All right. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to do pick them. We're going to do fantasy camp. We'll probably do some uh, around the NFL stuff as well. So please stay tuned. And we're back. So, Let's walk over to uh, Pick'em. Uh, we'll go through the NFL games uh, for the week. So we are recording this on Thursday. Uh, the Thursday night game is about to start. This was almost one that we picked. The New Orleans Saints are visiting the Los Angeles Rams, and they're getting four points on the road. I actually like the Saints in this game. Rob likes the Rams. We're not going to have it as a game, though. Uh, we found some other ones that we like more. So I'm going to pass on this one, but I do like the Saints here. I like this more than you because you were the one who chickened out of it. I did. Yeah. There were other ones that I, that I liked a little bit. That better. basically is a lock for the saints folks. Just so you know, the, <laughs> the person who chickens out of the bet always wins, would have won that bet. That, that's, that's about right. Um, okay. 
Uh, going over to, uh, I guess this is a Saturday game. So Saturday games, we have Cincinnati at Pittsburgh. Cincinnati favored by two and a half on the road. Pittsburgh fading fast. Cincinnati looking pretty uh, pretty frisky, actually, with uh, with Browning at quarterback. T. Higgins maybe made the catch of the year last week. That was uh, a good catch. Jamar uh, Chase not playing. Yeah, I still think they're better. Uh, the Steelers are the Steelers are the Steelers. They're stealering. Uh, I think they're better, but 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 Tom, what are the what's what are their record? Because Tomlin's got to got to go like eight eight and one. Maybe they're seven is- and seven right now, and oh, the Bengals right. are eight and six. So he's never he's got to he's got to win two two out of three to to not have a losing record. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Might not happen. Might might this might be the year with Mason Rudolph. The Saturday night game, Buffalo Bills at the Los Angeles Chargers. Buffalo favored by 12 and a half on the road against just a terrible Chargers team right now. So they fired their coach. Easton Stick. They gave up 63 points to the Vegas Raiders last week. I so wanted to pick them just like in like for money, money, like with the, they fired the coach and like every team has come back and had a big thing, but probably no Keenan Allen, no Herbert. If those two were playing and they were getting that double close to double digits, even after giving, I would, I I would probably would have picked the chargers just because of that, that new coach bump. They, they gotta be, I don't, I, I don't, I haven't heard that the team players hated him, but they couldn't have liked him. I mean, that, that guy was terrible at his job. Agree. Definitely terrible at his job. Um, all right. So into the Sunday games now, Christmas Eve, Detroit Lions favored by three on the road at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, give me the Lions here. I know you love the Vikings, so you can have them. I just think that we've seen what Jared Goff does when Flores blitzes the hell out of him. We've seen it in New England and 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 the Rams. We've seen it in Miami and Detroit. I just don't have faith in, in Goff. I know he had the big game, but he's been terrible. And this is the kind of defense that he can't figure out. So, yeah, I'm going to take Minnesota and them points. All right. We have one. The Green Bay Packers getting or sorry, giving five to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, the sad, sad Carolina Panthers who did win last week. Uh, but yeah, both- that's the last time that's happening this year. Both like the Packers here. OK, just so uh, you know, in, in all my in all my fantasy leagues where I have Cleveland as my defense, I benched them for the Packers in most of those leagues. <laughs> streaming the Packers. I like it. I like yeah. it. Except um, against you. I'm streaming the Broncos against uh, New England. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Browns versus Texans. Cleveland favored by three. It looks like Stroud's still not cleared to play out of concussion protocol. So that's probably why this line is the way it is. The Browns are nine and five. Um, Joe. And- Flacco. Yeah. Do you see how many times he throws the ball? You would think like, oh, you're bringing in Joe Flacco. They can't run the ball. And the dude's like, I'm going to just throw it to Amari Cooper and, and David Njoku because they're good. You can and, oh, I mean, he's t- basically turned into an into like a statue of Ryan Fitzpatrick because like I think he had three picks. <laughs> like like he, he turns the ball over. He's still terrible, but he also – is not afraid to take those chances and uh, he makes plays doing it. He's their best quarterback they've had in two years. I don't disagree with you. The Seattle Seahawks favored by three and a half at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Will Levis might not play in this game, which means the ghost of Ryan Tannehill or the corpse uh, of Ryan Tannehill at this point. Will, yeah. Yeah. That's His true. ghost would be better than, than whatever's <laughs> whatever's. Well, you're right. Ghosts, I guess, are harder to tackle than corpses. So, um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I guess not his ghost, his reanimated corpse, which is much easier to tackle. And I guess neither one of them can throw the ball very well. So, and we hate to see it because you know we love we love Tanny for what he did here. You know, we're not we're not we're pro player. We we enjoy it. not. Um, yeah, I guess no, I, love, I yeah. Now, I guess we're no longer pro players. Now we're more hard rock. I, I see what you did there. Um, yeah, I guess Tannehill. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I loved him, but I, I definitely I definitely no. like. Yeah, I, I was always a fan. Um, OK, so either way, not touching that one. 
Indianapolis Colts getting two and a half um, against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. I don't understand this line. Uh, the Colts are a much better team than the Falcons. I like the well, no, no, no. The Falcons are a much better team with a much worse coach who does real stupid things and doesn't know how to utilize his players. Therefore, the Colts will win. But talent-wise, they're way better. I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> no, there is a, there is a problem. I'm with you on the Colts here, but there is uh, Zach Moss is, I think, definitely out, and Jonathan Taylor like is trying. He's got a thumb injury, and he practiced, but it's to see if he can go. So they might be with no running backs. Oh, but oh, I thought Taylor was definitely back. But also, I mean, I watched them play with out i watched them play with whoever that practice squad running back was last week and that guy was awesome <laughs> well that was in a blowout though but yeah no i mean it was i mean it wasn't all it didn't start as a blowout like i mean the, the i think the steelers were actually winning that game by two touchdowns right out of the gate and then the colts just blew the doors off them after that anyway whatever the colts are gonna crush the falcons <laughs> next washington commanders plus three at new york jets oh boy is anyone going to watch this game? Trevor Simeon's mom. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is, uh, he got somebody fired because he wanted to practice, right? Yeah, that's, I know there's some people defending it. There's some people crucifying him for it. To me, that, uh, like, he he was on IR, obviously, because he's never going to, was never going to play this season, as we've been saying. They act, they've activated that 21 day window so he can practice with the team. The 21 days was up, so instead of putting him back on IR where he belongs, because they already said he's not going to play, they activated him so he can practice, which means he's now eating up a roster spot and some poor fullback got cut a week before Christmas. Merry Christmas! Guess uh, there's, you're, not there's one no... of, you're not one of Aaron's guys, although maybe he'll, he'll, he might bring you to every team he wants to play for for the next six years. I mean, there's no team would ever give any player as much power as the Jets have given Aaron Rodgers. So, um, I mean, but why would he go there unless he that was the only reason he went there? So it was sort of. I Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Weird. Just a weird situation. I couldn't happen to a couldn't happen to a better franchise. I mean, we True. hate the Jets They're They deserve everything that they're getting right now. It's great. I want to say I would have I actually would have picked the Jets in this if Zach Wilson is playing, which is one of the stupider things I have ever felt like I said. I I had a I got a fantasy team that lost Justin Herbert and limped into the bye. And I had picked up Zach Wilson to start against the commanders. And now he's been replaced with Flacco. So I feel a lot almost better because of what we said about Flacco. That's how like hurting i am and i was the, i'm the two seed i'm like that's te- is a terrible team this is the year of the backup it is it, it is, is the year of the backup so except um, for us knock on wood i mean our offensive line it's oh the year okay. of our backup offensive line and uh, a lot of backups on defense now as well um okay jacksonville jaguars plus two at the tampa bay buccaneers jaguars fading fast uh, i guess trevor lawrence was concussed at the end of that raiders uh, ravens game and it was may not play uh i like the bucks bucks seem to be turning it on that was a very impressive win at lambo last week for them i thought uh it was baker's playing he's played pretty well this year he's baker that's what he does he plays well then he doesn't um yeah i mean this is a game they 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 kind of need for the division right now they're in a dogfight for that terrible division that they're in so so who oh that's gonna be fun dallas is gonna go have to play on the road but against the a sub 500 team as they play the winner of this division. I don't know. I mean, the Eagles could still lose that division. the Dallas could still oh, that's win true. Dallas. Yeah. I forgot that. I forgot that the, yeah. the Eagles went and lost. Yeah. We'll see. We shall see either way. We both like the bucks. I think is what we're saying. Um, Arizona Cardinals plus four at the Chicago bears. The battle of who's going to get the number one pick in the draft. It looks like I don't um, like, I like the bears. Their, their defense is playing really well. Fields, you know, hit or miss, but against a bad team, he can look good. Yeah. Well, the Bears are going to get the number one pick because they have the Panthers pick. But I guess the Cardinals only have two wins, right? Well, the Cardinals. They might have more than that. 
I don't know. Yeah, what who knows? But it, We're it, talking it, way too much. About yeah. This. New England Patriots plus seven at Denver Broncos. Um, not betting it, but I it's feel like too it's many a lot points, of points. But yeah. yeah, that's a lot of points. Denver's win streak was uh, like when their defense was on a lot of turnovers that they, you know, yeah. But which is, isn't really sustainable as we saw last week. But if they're ever going to get back in that habit, it'll be with Bailey Zappi. So. Uh, Zappy's been uh, much better than than Mac. He doesn't seem to turn the ball over as much as Mac does. That's, that's like saying Zach William Zach Wilson is much better than Trevor Simeon. I'm not convinced that Bailey Zappy's a different person. He's no, probably not. <laughs> you might. You can't really. You can't fully convince me that they're two different people. I mean, we've uh, seen them on, on the field at the same time wearing different jerseys. You think they just swapped his jersey? Camera tricks. Mm, could be. I've never been at the stadium. I'm so. I'm sold. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Las Vegas Raiders oh, into the Christmas Day games on Monday. So Las Vegas Raiders plus 10 at the Kansas City Chiefs. Rob, can I interest you in some Vegas Raiders with 10 points going into Arrowhead? It is an Arrowhead, isn't it? I feel a lot less good about this, but I, I don't think the Chiefs should be giving 10 points to anybody right now. I mean, they they it took 10 points to beat the to beat the Patriots. They only won by 10. So, yeah, I will take the I will take the Raiders. It's too many points. Give me the Chiefs. They're definitely going to win by 10 points at Arrowhead against the Vegas Raiders. All right. Um, the Christmas afternoon game, Danny DeVito and the New York Giants travel to Put Philadelphia. Respect on that man, Tommy Cutler. Tommy DeVito. Tommy DeVito. Well, I, I say saying Danny because they're going to Philadelphia. You know, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. DeVito. No. Oh, anyway. gotcha. Yeah, but the DeVito is the same. You can yeah. still say DeVito. Are they related? They are. They're the same person. Have you ever seen them at this in the same place at the same time? They are definitely not the same person. They look are nothing. Sure? Their names are the same. I looked up his stats. You know, he's only four foot eleven. He's pretty small. He's he's a little. He's he's tough to tackle. Though. All right. He moves, so he moves around thirteen and a half much, points. That's too a much. Lot. Too much time to spend on this game. Yeah, that's a lot. So honestly, uh, I wouldn't bet it either way. But I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm, I don't like it. Game of the week. Potential Super Bowl preview. Second game of the week. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens at the San Francisco 49ers. This line just moved. It's now five and a half. Um, so the oh, Niners... was, I had it at five and a half. You you lied when you got it at five. I didn't. <laughs> so when I looked at it earlier, it said five. This Yeah, it's, it's at five and a half now. I took the Niners at five. Rob gave me the Niners at five. I would like to keep the Niners at five, but you if you want it. to change it to five and a half. Because there's no way this isn't a push now. There's no way this is not five. 25 to 20. Yeah, it's <laughs> totally happening. And 35 I to 30. Instead and stealing my win. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, I like the uh, I like the Niners here. Um, I do too. Really, this is more of a contrarian. Like everyone's been fluffing the Niners so much that. The Ravens are a good team. I know. They, they going really on are. the road, going across Christmas. It's just like, it's hard. It's a hard spot. It's maybe one of the worst ways to play this game for them. So, yep. Yeah. I, I think the Niners match up really well with them. The Niners match up really well with everybody. With everybody. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I like the Niners with, with the five points. So, I know you. Yeah. Know. They're your second favorite team after the Cowboys. Um, I definitely like it more than the Cowboys. That is, that is for sure. <laughs> definitely like it more than the Cowboys. All right, so we got our three games from uh, from Pickham. No Monday night game uh, this week. Yeah, that's. Uh... Oh wait, Christmas. They're all Monday. Sorry. Yeah, I'm, Christmas is Monday. So there's three Monday games. Of, it's the yeah. New Year's there where there's no Monday the next week. There we go. There we go. All right, so that takes us to Pickham. I did want before we get into fantasy camp. Um, did you see? Shannon Sharp's rant on uh, on two so today. He just it's just for the clicks. It's just so people can share it. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's dumb. I, just, I didn't get it. Like I normally like I normally kind of like Shannon Sharp as like one of the talking heads. He doesn't normally get on my nerves. This one was weird, not just oh, because was he was attacking bad. Tua, but it's like Tua was all Tua said was he didn't care. Like he doesn't care. He was somebody. also answering a question. Like right. people are asking him about it. So he has to respond. It's not like he's just like, hey, everybody over here, I don't care what you think. Right. Oh, every week he has to answer these same stupid questions about what other people think about him and are saying about him. And he's like, I don't care. <laughs> 
I yeah, I just didn't understand how that did, like how it Shannon Sharp took that as as Tua pounding on his chest. I'm like, he literally said he doesn't care. Like the guy's like very anti bravado, like he always has been. So well, I, I think it's it's adding that I I keep I I kept re- I keeping rece- I have receipts t- tied with I don't care is basically like well if you don't care why you have receipts is it's a it, I think it was a little bit of that you know counter message to that. You know, I missed the I have receipts part. Yeah, he said he's keeping receipts. Okay. Well, but, yeah, that's that's stupid. But <laughs> you know what? But didn't deserve the I don't think it deserved the the vitriol from uh from, from Shannon there. I the whole fair response. Look, we're all Dolphin fans, so we're tired of hearing this, but I'm just like, how many it's it's like people have already decided if a quarterback's good or bad and then smashed the narrative in. Like Justin Herbert's great and two is terrible. And oh, Tua can't be good because he's got Tyreek Hill. I'm like, Mahomes won an MVP with Tyreek. Like, when have we ever? What good? T- and oh, Mike McDaniel, who didn't have a good coach and the, or good players that won Super Bowls and MVPs? They all did. Joe Montana had Jerry Rice. Are you gonna tell me? Are you gonna tell me he wasn't good because of that? He he had the the best, Bill Walsh. I mean, get out of here with this nonsense. Yeah, it's it's a very silly narrative. I, I don't know. It's and it's just getting worse, like with time. Like because the 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 Herbert Tua one is is perfect. Because now it's like Tua has. I mean, Herbert has definitely come back to earth, and everybody's making excuses. Oh, the coach is terrible. Right. Oh, the you know, oh the the team around him is terrible. It's like, is it really? Because their team is pretty stacked with talent. Keenan Allen's awesome. You know, they, they don't have any speed. They're put together badly. Um, but. Yeah, I mean they're they're not untalented, you know Eckler and and Allen and Williams, but they they had injuries, but their coaching's terrible. I mean Herbert's not bad. I'm not saying he's bad, but this whole like he's you know he used to be talked about in the top tier with Burrow and Mahomes and Allen, yeah. and now it's really just Burrow and Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> although Allen exactly. Allen definitely definitely scratching his way back, which sucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he's licking his chops to get to play us in the last game of the season as well. I'm sure. He's yeah. Gonna go off in that one. Um, anyway. OK, so let's get to our uh, our favorite part of the show. You have the uh, you have the drop queued up, Rob. Fantasy game. So Miami Miami Dolphins Fantasy Camp is, for those of you that are unfamiliar, a game that Rob and I like to play every week where we draft fantasy teams comprised entirely of Miami Dolphins skill players. Almost every week. A couple defensive players. That's true. We did miss a couple weeks here. So uh, we are getting back to it. Um, I'm currently leading the we, – we recapped this earlier in the week, but I'm currently leading the season series. What is it, eight to four now? It is eight to four because you ducked out of two games. You made it so I couldn't catch you. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what happened. I in- intentionally. He faked, I'm of- pretty sure he faked a whole marriage <laughs> just to get out of this. <laughs> so this week, uh, the last time we played fantasy camp was uh, the commander's game, which Rob won as we recapped last week. Uh, Rob did pick first in that one. So I get to pick first this time. Uh, I'm very confident that Tyreek Hill is going to play and not only play, but have a big game. Give me Tyreek Hill. Yep. That's, that's probably the pick. Um, at this, oh, I, I, I hate being King tangent, especially as we're probably over time, but Dallas was terrible against the run. And so we want to run, run, run. How much do you think McDaniel's going to try to, if Hill plays, feed him, like to get him back on track? Do you think it's going to fit into the game plan at all? I really hope that these last three games, which are uh, we've talked about how important they are and how difficult they are, we're going to see what we've been asking for all season, which is balance, right? Yeah. Like balance, you know, like let's put our best foot forward and not saying that they don't always try to win the games and put their best foot forward. But you can't like watching that Chiefs game. You can't tell me that they that they didn't have it in the game plan that they were going to try to force feed Tyreek Hill like to the to the point where it was like it was hurting the team. Right. And then. Yeah. So I I feel like we're what I want to see. And I think what, what everyone wants to see is is balance like 
Jalen Waddle is a huge is a tremendous yeah, player. Let's use this guy. <laughs> like let's yeah, let's include like let's let's keep the defense off back. And then we have not to mention the running back. So I will say we have done a really good job, I, I feel like this season, all season of balancing the run in the passing game, um, which I felt like at times last year we didn't do very well. Um, so I, th- I think also in the passing game, like, I think like we can see some, some, some balance as well. Um, right. getting- I didn't mean to derail yeah. us, um, yeah, no I do, but now you, you just mentioned when this is done, I, I do want to talk about hard knocks for a second. Yeah. Um, cause we didn't, I don't know if we didn't, we recorded the last one before, before that came out. Okay. So you're taking Hill and honestly, I'm, I'm very, very, very tempted to take both running backs, but I can't do it because of the game Waddle just had. And I think like you to mimic what you just said, they need to keep him involved. So I'm going to take, I'm going to stick to chalk and go Mostert Waddle. I really wanted to take a chan as, as my degenerate side uh, hinted at, I have the overs for both. I'm going to take a chan now, obviously. And I feel like he's going to have a big game. I took him in the degenerate side. I think he's, I, I think this is one of those games where we see full a chan again, like where, where we get to see what he, what he looked like before the injury. Um, I, I do feel like he's going to have a really big game. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about that. And I'm going to go a little off script here because there's no other offensive player that I really think I should be drafting. So I'm going to go ahead and take my um, my defensive player here. And no. I'm going to grab Bradley Chubb. No. Defensive player of the week last week. Monster yeah. game. Jets. And honestly, their, their tackle – is question well I, I couldn't see their injury report from today but he's uh, did not practice yesterday their offensive I'm gonna, ref- I'm gonna refresh it and see if it has updated I've been refreshing it during the game but I, I'd like to see that um during the game during the podcast so I I really wanted I really wanted Chubb to fall I was gonna go straight to my defensive player also without picking um the last offensive player I will also go defense I'm going to go uh, Van Ginkle, and then I, I'll talk about it later, but Wilkins and Sealer were so amazing uh, on on Hard Knocks. You probably, even if you haven't watched it, you've seen all the clips. I have to pick between them. Sealer's had the touchdown and almost touchdown. I'm going to go Wilkins. I think it's let's get a big Wilkins game. All right. Um, and those guys aren't uh, without the fumbles and the touchdowns not the best to go with but that's how much i loved the the buddy cop that's how much i want the buddy cop movie of wilkins and sealer i think wilkins is at eight sacks this season so i know he's still he's putting up numbers yeah, that's true yeah. but i mean not like they they we've had them in fantasy camp and they've they've not produced like you need them on those days where they they don't get them every game it's the games that they get them yeah um, no, I think Van Ginkle and Wilkins is a, is a solid one, two on the, on the defensive side. Um, yeah, I'm going to take, I need another offensive player. I'm going to take Jeff Wilson jr. Um, I just, I feel like, uh, when he's gotten opportunities this year, he's played well. He hasn't had a lot of them. Dallas seems to be vulnerable against the run. Wilson jr. Is the closest thing we have to a hammer in the running game. So hopefully we see him, hopefully he gets to play. Hopefully he gets a touchdown. Give me Jeff Wilson jr. And for my super flex, Give me Jalen Ramsey. I'm going to do Jalen Ramsey. I love your sentiment because I wasn't sure what to do with this last thing. And you were so close to being right. <laughs> Jeff Wilson is not the closest thing we have to a hammer. Newly activated Chris Brooks is the closest thing we got to a hammer. Fair enough. Um, honestly, one of these guys is going to be inactive, but I think it might be Wilson because I was surprised at how much run they're giving Mostert just with the the injury concerns and the way they used him last year with the 50 that's not even 50 50 now that a chan's in there I think Chris Brooks maybe gives him something different I think it's probably 60 percent he's going to be inactive for the game but you know you could have left him in IR if you weren't going to use him like so Uh, you're rolling the dice with a third wide receiver we have no idea who it's going to be yeah and yeah, better. He's got a better chance at a touchdown on a short yardage than Barrios or 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 uh, Cedric Wilson or Craycraft. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I'm going, going with it. Give me Chris Brooks. Love it. I hope you get a million points. Me too. Well, awesome. I, I mean, I hope you get like you know, 
almost a million. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about your about um, hard knocks? I haven't so, seen it yet this week, so so this one it, it, it focused a lot on Barrios, but they but they they did have a a good section on Sealer and Wilkins, which I already mentioned was fantastic. But the one thing that I absolutely loved was, and I've mentioned this before, one of the things I like so much about Coach McDaniel is the is his accountability, is how he's not a thing when things go wrong, he's not a finger pointer. And they showed part of the speech of the, you know, day after the game of the Jets, which, by the way, four in the morning, he's in there and he's still he's watching the tape like he, he got like an hour of sleep. But he's basically said like there were like 15 reasons we lost that game. It was a team loss. Basically, exactly what I said. I'm like, hey, I think he listens to the blowhole. But he he's like and he's like, and my hand is in that. And he's showing the goal line. He's like, with this crap bleep play they're showing zero and i'm throwing a and i'm calling a fade a fade wide receiver fade that's a terrible call and like putting the quarterback in a terrible spot to have to execute that and it was just like it's just so refreshing that these guys usually you know they're the arthur the the arthur smiths that don't want to have the accountability and just watching him do that i know that has to resonate with the players because they know when a play is garbage and to hear him say that and take the accountability and then show them what they did wrong you know and uh, i just loved it and and i think it does show growth i think we will see the better play calls and 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 the balance and all that stuff we want i hope so i I love our coach yeah, I, love I do. Coach. I do like our coach as well. And I look forward to watching hard knocks this week. Um, yeah. Looking forward to, to catching up on that. So I wanted to, I did before we, before we go, I did want to bring up. Um, so during the earlier podcast in the week, I, I mentioned uh, my cousins that were at the bar watching the game with us for uh, the Tennessee Titans game. Yeah. Um, and you said my crazy cousins, um, I use the word insane, but I, I was, <laughs> but, but, but you know who I was talking about. I, well, yeah, no, I just I did want to clarify like that's because because he's a he's a fan of the show and he listens and he's like, awesome, oh, I'm the true. insane cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually on the show during that's the true. podcast in Miami. He was, well, he was, no, we know what we don't show. we don't talk about that podcast because of you, not because of the not because of your cousin. That's no, that's oh, my cousin was very professional during that podcast. Yes, you were you were you were I was not you were a bad boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but yes, and he was all over the um, not this week's version of Hard Knocks, but last week's version of Hard Knocks because he was oh, and the fans right in the front row. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if yeah, if you the the during the Titans game. So I mean, that's where his season tickets are. So and that's where yeah. the Van Ginkles and the um, Ingolds were were both sitting around him. So he was prominently featured in the uh, in the, uh, in the Hard Knocks episode. Well, the t- tweet Titans. that out. Get a screen grab of that. Tweet it out. Come on. Be I good, will be a good cousin. I will. I'll put it on the Twitter. It is in our. It's in our uh, Dolphins uh, text chat that we have for the um, uh, the San Francisco group because I've added him to that because he's yeah he's crazy. I love him. <laughs> he's the best. Shout out Nick. Go Nick and go Dolphins and uh, let's get this win. Let's have a merry Christmas this year. Unlike unlike last year. Let's uh, let's buck the trend. Let's do it. Let's buck the trend. Get the win. Two podcasts this week, Rob. Two. We're, and I, we might try. We might do two next week. Let's hey. keep this. I like this momentum. I like. Let's not yeah. get crazy. I like it though. I like it. We owe it to the fans. Yes, and the Dolphins owe us. They owe us a win on Christmas. Let's beat them, Cowboys. Go Dolphins. <laughs>